our hardened hearts. I want to cut straight to the point this morning. I have friends and family whose hearts are hardened to the name of Jesus Christ. It's a shame, and I'll tell you that I pray for you, and I don't mean that lightly. I pray for your deliverance and your salvation, and for God to have mercy on you, and to pardon you of your sins in case something were to happen to you. I don't take this change in me lightly. I played games for too long, and it's time for me to stand up for my beliefs and not be ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, and to uplift his holy name and spread his good news to you all here. My heart was hardened for a long time. I spent time filling up my life with everything under the sun that would have me and accept me and satisfy my me, and nothing ever did. I'm sitting here writing this thinking back how foolish I was, thinking that I could make it without my greatest ally and fire supporter against the enemy. I was led to believe a lie cultivated by the enemy in hell and whispered into my spirit that manifested itself into my life that I alone had the knowledge and abilities to do things on my own. I could logically map out, determine, and justify and all these nonsensical things that I alone had this ability to handle my life the way I saw fit. If it wasn't for my son in those nine days of leave, I'd be lost right now. I meant that God got a hold of me and suddenly I didn't have to worry anymore. Over the last 16 months, God is still working on me, and I'm nowhere near where I want to be. A new day comes, and I learn and draw closer to Him, and the old things in my life seem to vanish. My addictions, my lust, my pleasures, my habits, and all these deceitful things seem to fade away. This process is not taking place overnight, but it started with a choice to change my life. No longer did I want the enemy to steal my joy rob me of blessings, take my friends and family to the grave, and see my son suffer because of what I was doing while being apart from God. God is revealing things to me and it took a long time because there was so much junk in my life that was causing lots of communication issues and complications because of every foothold and stronghold the enemy had on me, every soul tie, every bad dream, every distraction, I would squirrel off into a moment and have to start over the next day. <coughs> Friends, family, I have a warning and a message. It's time to stop playing games with God and be delivered from all these things that are holding you back from your real and true potential. Do you know the people here that I know who could influence hundreds if not thousands of people by one single post? That together we could infiltrate Facebook and spread a seed of God's good news and maybe save a soul from eternal destruction. Did you know God can work on a hardened heart? He can work with what you have. He can work with all the pain and sorrow you're feeling. He can turn all that stuff in your life into the benefit and betterment for yourself and potentially others. It's time to make a change. It's time to make a choice. Don't wait. Don't roll those dice with your soul and your spirit and your body. Today I'm attending a funeral for a young man in his early 20s. He worked at Walmart here in Lawton and was killed along with his grandmother. He had a heart of gold, a soft heart, and touched many people by his love and mercy and genuine joy. He didn't know he was going to meet this creator at such a young age. Are you ready to meet your creator? I don't know how you yourself can solve your problems with God. There's no cookie cutter resolution that you can say one time and be saved. It's a commitment to repent of your sins, ask for deliverance, confess your sins, acknowledge Jesus as your Lord and Savior and live for him daily by his instructions he put in his word. 
If that's not something you are willing to do, inspect your heart. Ask yourself, why is your heart hardened to the name Jesus and seek that answer like your life depended on it? Because it does. There's some of you going to see Joker tonight. Don't. Instead, open God's word and seek out deliverance. I'm saying delight yourself in the Lord tonight and make a change instead of wasting your money and time for a few minutes that could be spent with your God instead of at the theater. Praise be to God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion, the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all of our troubles, so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we receive ourselves receive from God. For just as we share abundantly in the sufferings of Christ, so also our comfort abounds through Christ. If we are distressed, it is for your comfort and salvation. If we are comforted, it is for your comfort, which produces in your patient endurance of, all, of the same sufferings we suffer. And your hope, our hope for you is, is firm because we know that just as you share in our sufferings, so also you share in our comfort. 2 Corinthians 1, 3-7 We were under great pressure far beyond our ability to endure so that we despaired of life itself. Indeed, we felt we had received the sentence of death, but this happened that we might not rely on ourselves but on God who raises the dead. He has delivered us from such a deadly peril and He will deliver us again. On Him we have set our hope that He will continue to deliver us as you help us by your prayers. Then many will give thanks on your behalf, on our behalf, for the gracious favor granted us and answers the prayers of many. Now this is our boast, our conscience testifies that we have conducted ourselves in this world and especially in our relations with you, with integrity and godly sincerity. We have done so relying not on worldly wisdom, but on God's grace. Second Corinthians one eight through twelve. You may not believe like I do, but God's but God's doesn't change. Find your salvation is all I ask. God will give you exactly what you need to be who you are and who he intended you to be. If you've already made the choice to follow him, do a surgical removal of the things holding you back from being closer to God. Do an inventory of every aspect of your life, your language, your thoughts, the things in your home, and take those things that go against God into captivity and leave them in your past or get rid of them and don't look back. Grace and power and mercy be with you, my friends and family. I love each and every one of you, and believe me, I am praying for you all daily. I prayed this morning and I woke up, and God laid this on my heart during prayer. Our hardened hearts, my heart was hardened for a long time. And I say for a long time, being in the military, the culture that we're in, the things that we're exposed to, the things that we're, I wouldn't say forced, but our hand is guided by these things that we have to do in warfare during our, our daily comings and goings, our, our battle rhythms, our whatever you want to call them, back in garrison. You know, there's things that we have to do, things that we're exposed to in this culture that we have that's ungodly. And our leadership allows it. The toxicity within our ranks 
is hard. And I can imagine it's like that in the civilian side. Toxic people. People that have nothing better to do with their time except to discriminate, except to make your life miserable, except to find ways to entertain themselves by holding you down or pressing you or crushing you. There are people that exist like this, and every day it gets harder and harder for Christians, for believers, to live through life because they know the challenges they have to face, and they don't put their faith and hope and trust in God, and so they come against these things, and they have no way to tackle them. They have no abilities to fight because they're trying to fight themselves. They're not taking it before the throne of God and saying, God, deliver me from this hand God deliver me from this person God deliver me from these persecutions that I'm experiencing God you're the judge you're you're a just and rightful God please help me you know, that should be our prayer you know the things that we're experiencing in life first clean out all the junk get your salvation right get your forgiveness under control start cleaning up your house getting all the things out of your house and then start taking your fight to God. Let God fight these things alongside with you. Let Him be your judge. Let Him judge those that are persecuting you. And I'm telling you, your fight will get a lot easier. The fire supporter, all right, you call in a fire mission by reading your word. You send a message down to the enemy by reading your word, by exposing his lies, by telling him, Satan, you're a liar. It says in God's word that I'm an overcomer, that I'm an achiever, that I can go to Christ, I can go to God, I can go to the Holy Spirit, I can do all these things because God gives me power and abilities and strength. He sheds his mercy on me, his love, his grace. You're a liar, Satan. I don't have to listen to this filth anymore. Because I know who my father is. I know what his abilities are. And I know that he's already won the battle against you. It says so in Revelations 20. It's time to make a change. Is all I can say. If you got a hardened heart and you're listening to this and you're just analyzing, you're thinking, you're being analytical, and you're programming your mind to comprehend what God is, don't. Simply sit where you're at, or in your car, or wherever, and repeat after me, God, I am a sinner. I confess my sins. God, there's so much stuff in my life right now that I'm out of control. God, there's things that are happening right now that I don't understand. And God, I just give them to you right now. I confess that I am a sinner. God, I am looking for a Savior, and I believe you are the Savior. I believe you died on the cross and that you are my Savior, Jesus Christ. God, I accept you as my Savior today. Please forgive me of all my sins. Please help 
show me how to read your word. Show me how to get into your word. God, put a scripture in my head. Put somebody in my path today that will confirm that what I'm doing is right. God, send your angels, your hand of protection over me today. God, give me some sort of sign today that what I'm doing is right and just for you. And God, whatever I'm doing for the rest of the day, God, I ask that you convict me if it's wrong. God, I ask you to give a nudge in my heart or my spirit that what I'm doing today, if it's not of you, if it doesn't please you, that you let me know. God, that you give me time to clean out my house. God, that you give me time to make these changes. God, that it's not going to happen overnight. But God, I'm making a stand today against the enemy. I'm making a stand for all the injustices and inequalities and all these things today that the enemy has imposed upon me. God, today I give my heart and life to you. God, I make a choice to give my heart and life to you. And if that's you repeating this prayer today, it's not going to get easier from here. It's not. I'm just going to be honest with you. It's going to get harder, but it gets better. It gets so much better. You're going to come under attack. All right, and that's why we're talking about spiritual warfare. God's given us tools. He's given us the ability to fight. And if that's you today, you've taken this leap of faith, you've taken this choice, or you've made this decision, I'm telling you that while it's not going to get easier and it's going to get better, you're going to see changes all around you at your work, your performance, your abilities, your speech, your thoughts, your family, your hope's going to come back, your love's going to come back, your joy's going to come back. Your peace is going to come back. Your sleep is going to come back. I'm telling you, you start putting your hope in your life and you give it up to God. All these things that the enemy is taking away from you, you're going to get back. And when you become that spiritual warrior and you go into warfare and you go into the enemy's camp and you say, guess what? Surprise, I'm here to take all the things that you've taken away from me. I'm here right now to renounce and determine that my abilities in the Lord Jesus Christ has given me authority and power and dominion over you, over all your demons, over all your spirits, over all your messengers, over all your fallen angels, over all your entities, over all your plans. The Lord Jesus Christ has given me power by his name and his blood over you. And I'm telling you, that power is going to carry with you these little schemes, these little devices, these little tricks, these little things that the enemies come come against you with. You start reading God's word, you'll have the authority to speak out the truth, to speak out the light and the darkness. That's all I have for this morning. Thank you all for listening. I hope this gives a little bit more depth, a little bit more clarity to what I've posted. 
Thank you all for listening. And if you made that change today, thank you. I mean, not for me. This is, I think, God saying thank you. Uh, the world needs you. Plain and simple. Have a good rest of your weekend. Find a church if you don't have one. Come visit us here at Bethel Assembly in Lawton if you don't have a church. God bless you all. Love you all.